Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, zip-liningest, catamaraniest, um, soulmatiest recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. So I was like really screwed up this week. I mean, not like I'm not ever screwed. I'm screwed up all the time. <laughs> well, um, but no, I, I was really screwed up this week because, well, I mean, I told you, I thought that the, okay, first I thought we were having a three hour finale and that it was this week. Mm-hmm. And then, and then at like nine o'clock came around and they're like, next time. And I was like, wait, what? And then there's I thought the next for, time. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, is it tomorrow? And then you're like, no, it's next week. So I just have no idea what's going on. It's and, okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with this development because for once in my life, I've got it together just slightly more than you. Just a yeah, little. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> First time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's what we're doing? Oh, when you texted me and you're like, are you ready to record tonight? I was like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Record what? <laughs> <laughs> but that actually works out really well because I kind of wanted to make Christmas cookies tonight. So now I'll have time to make Christmas cookies and be festive and cute. Uh, hey, there you go. See? Yeah. We're going to do aesthetic cute things for the gram. Just kidding. I never use Instagram. Well, maybe I'll start. Uh, anyway, so I don't have a ton of notes from this episode because like once you get to the end, unless something super dramatic happens, I feel like there's just not a lot to talk about. But I will say this, even though I have a pretty good idea of how things are going to go, you know, at the end, Michelle is like very, she makes it confusing and hard to understand where things are going because she's very good at being like equally present with all of the men and equally excited about all of them. But you can tell. I mean, you can tell who she really wants to, you know, care the most back. And that's the, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's like, okay, so for example, she said falling in love to Brandon. Yep. She said that Joe was maybe her soulmate. Mm-hmm. You maybe know, not. <laughs> and maybe not. But I was like surprised that, anyway. And then. And then with Nate, it's like, oh, well, if he doesn't feel the way that I feel, I'll be heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah. Uh, how do you, and how do you give different weight to those things? I think soulmate in most instances would uh, have the most weight, but apparently not. I, I, I think it boils down to kind of what we were talking about last week, which is you have three good guys, which under different circumstances, and any three of these guys could be winners. God, I mean, she's had so many good kind of late season dudes that really just is, is all around solid men. It, yeah. they, they could be a winner for almost anyone. Now, the three she's got now, you've got Nate, who I think she has the strongest chemistry with, but, and rightfully so, it doesn't seem like he's as serious, whether or not he is. He doesn't project that amount of seriousness. And there's lingering questions about, you know, he hasn't been in real serious relationships. So this seems like a weird thing. It, not that, you know, the bachelorette and the bachelor are in and of themselves, bizarre ways to create bonds with other human beings and, and lifelong relationships. 
And when you throw in the fact that maybe someone's never been in love before or they never had really serious relationships, then it gets even more complex. So you've got Nate. The other end right. of that spectrum, you have Brandon, who is like a, a, a weird little golden retriever. Uh, he's, he's like, you ever have a conversation with someone and it's like, were you locked in a bomb shelter for 30 years? You know, like you're just walking down the street and they're like, Oh, wow. A hot dog with ketchup. I've never seen ketchup before. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I realize, like, and I do this all the time where there's people who just seriously have, have, you know, you take for granted the life experiences that you have and someone will say something and you're like, what the fuck? Someone's just like, oh, I've never left the state of Wisconsin. Why? If all your arms and legs have been amputated and you've been chained to the ground, why have you never let, left the state of Wisconsin? Things like this. And you just wonder. And this is Brandon. He just has this wide-eyed innocence about him. And he is completely just committed 150%. He would die for Michelle. Okay? Yes. But she's, and she likes him. She likes him. But I don't think she likes him as much as Nate. And then in the middle, you have Joe. And Joe is, uh, quite literally, it's like you get a little from each of these guys. But his thing is, is he's introverted and he's just, he's unable to maybe project his emotions in the same way, in the same grandiose way that the other two are. Because Nate's got the physicality, Brandon's got the love you, love you, love you stuff. So here we are. And, and what do you do? And that, that is Michelle's uh, problem that she's dealing with. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting season because I feel like in every, I mean, I can't think of a season where, I don't know, the final four, final three were all people I wanted the Bachelor or Bachelorette to pick. Like there was always mm-hmm. one that I was like, anyone but them, you know, like, yeah. you'll be fine. And this is, I, yeah, in recent memory, at least, the only season where I'm like, yeah, they're all good choices and you're going to be fine. And they're, they all seem like great guys. I would say, yeah, like with Brandon, I'm worried the most about like naivete or like an experience or something, but he is, yeah, like he's got like golden retriever energy or whatever, you know, like what the kids are saying. Um, <laughs> he's like very loyal. He's very sweet. Um, and I totally get what she's saying where she's like, I feel safe with him. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, like that makes perfect sense. And he's like a great, I don't know. He seems like a great sweet dude. And she was saying that they have like, she felt like their families were the most similar. So it, it just feels like for her, it's like, yeah, this is like the comfy cozy choice. Right. Yeah. And, and they do a little. And so like, so the date itself, you know, goes, goes pretty well. I actually don't even have a note about what they do. Uh, which is funny because I have I have notes about what everybody else does, but outside of the food fight, I don't have any. I really didn't take any notes. Um, but you know, they're like, "Oh, look at we're cutesy putesy, and here we are getting in a little food fight." And like, isn't it sweet? And you know, he has shown. I think he's probably more emotionally mature than we're giving him credit for. But he does just he is just very like bright eyed about everything, you mm-hmm. know. Which like it's interesting because. Doesn't he do, isn't he like a travel nurse recruiter or something like that? Something like that where you think he would be less beaten down by the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not, I mean, all, to be fair, travel nurses are the ones who are like eating the best right now. 
you know, like they're making bank and good for them. Um, But so maybe it's like he enjoys getting to tell people, hey, guess how much money you're going to (laughs) make? I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's like that's a hard job right now. And, you know, in this day and age and time, you know, with nursing, it's it's rough out there. So it's interesting that he has all this like spark and enthusiasm. And that's like that's a really good um I don't know, just like that's like a green flag. That's like the greenest of green flags, I think. Like if someone can be in a line of work like that, that could be pretty emotionally draining. And yeah. they're they've got that like boundless optimism about the world i want to be around that you know like i i feel like i feel like i'm like that (laughs) like i'll be like we're screwed anyway look at this cool thing i made you know like i can i can be pretty positive about almost anything so he's definitely more positive than i am though um yeah i don't know i i like what they're what they're about you know versus like well and i and i mean out of the three you know, that were left at the beginning of this episode, Joe is definitely my favorite. I mean, I just, to me, it's like, he's just made so much sense. It's hard for me to like count him out, but I get that he, well, and okay, this is something that I thought was really endearing. So they go ziplining. I don't, what did Michelle and Brandon do on their date? Like, I literally don't have any notes and I do not remember. Um, Did they just like walk around? What happened? (laughs) I feel like all of these blended together for me. They're all just like, oh, we, yeah, we did something outside and then we had dinner and then we talked about how much we love each other and then we banged. Like that was just boom, boom, boom. Everything was very consistent. A couple like activities. Uh, Um, It wasn't horses, right? Because Joe was horses. He was the horse man. No, Joe was ziplining. Joe was ziplining. Yeah, so it was, so Brandon it was horses. horses. Brandon okay. was horses. Okay. okay, so horses. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, I don't have a note for this, and I do not remember. Okay, so horses. So yeah, um, so Brandon rides horses. Okay, but this is what I thought was endearing about Joe, <laughs> was that he is like so quiet, which is, mm-hmm. you know, she seems to like that, and she has said that she likes that, you know, and like balancing her out because she sees herself as an extrovert so she's like you know how would an introvert deal with me an extrovert and um and i love that when they get on the zip lines joe was like woohoo like like screaming and yelling and so she's like i wasn't sure if you were gonna make any noise at all or if you were gonna be (laughs) silent like she's like you're just really quiet and like it's nice to hear you vocalize (laughs) you know and he's like well it's fun and he had a good time and it was fun to see him Cause he is, I think the most like uh, insular or, you know what I mean? Like he's kind of like inside himself a lot of the time. So it was nice to see him come out of that, but he's also like, you know, outside of the initial, Oh, Hey, you know, I slid into your DMS and you didn't respond. You know, like he totally made up for that. He's been very consistent. He's showing up. He's showing his interest, even though he shows it in a quieter way. I feel like he has consistently, prioritized her you know during the season not to the degree brandon has but brandon is very enthusiastic um it's too much for me i can't be like okay I'm you like me sweet, i get it but no yeah, i know he lays it on really thick <laughs> he is, he is th- this is a me problem sammy this is not a brandon problem <laughs> you're like i i need to chase i don't want to be chased yeah i can't this is too much chasing i'm gonna have to ask you to 
like me less. Yeah. Well, when I started dating Tuck, like I, we, we just talked about this the other day. Like I had to make the first move and he was like, oh, you're interested in me. And I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> and I was like, this is exhausting. And it's been like that ever since. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess I also like, <laughs> um, if someone's like, I'm really interested in you. I'm like, why? What's your deal? <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, I, I think the thing that's hard with Joe is like, he's like the best on paper type of relationship. Like he's the good on paper guy. You know, like she said, he's my slice of home. He's maybe my soulmate. They live close to each other. They, like neither one of them would have to really change their life much at all to fit the other one in it would be very easy maybe too easy i don't know um so that's yeah it's it's unfortunate but it is what it is joe's gonna be just fine and uh and nate goes on a date on a catamaran and did you notice it was named after michelle or at least it was called michelle no i didn't even see that (laughs) yeah i was like that's kind of odd um I don't think that's like the cute thing you think it is, producers. I think it's kind of weird. But anyway, like it could have it could have been like bed of roses or something. That would have been better. Take notes, producers. You can hire me as a consultant. I'm I'm a free agent. Um, But with Nate, it's like I know she I can tell she likes him the most. Right. Even though she does. She's very present with the men when she's with them. Which not not every bachelor or bachelorette does no, that. She's no, very, she's very present, attentive, and 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 really tries to live in the moment. And she's like offered that advice to the men as well. Like, listen, when I'm with you, it's just about me and you. And I believe her when she says that. Um, but yeah, like with Nate, it's just a lot of like, it's just like a lot of added. Like, I feel like with Brandon and Joe, there was more ease, you know, mm-hmm. and and to honor our our departed Rodney. Lots of ease. Like those relationships felt easy to me. You know, like, yeah. oh, there's no there's no needing to be a certain way or worrying about anything. It was just like, yeah, it just is what it is, you know. And with Nate, it feels like there's more effort and stress and pressure around it. Am I reading that correctly? That's kind of the way I feel about it. Yeah, no, I, I think you're 100% on point with that. So, yeah, you nailed it. Gee, thanks. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know, Steve. I just needed someone to tell me I was right. I just really need validation right now. Yeah. Uh, like Brandon. No, like Brandon. Um, <laughs> but, do you think uh, if I threw a Frisbee, Brandon would chase after it? I think he would do his darndest to do that. Brandon, I'm sorry. I love you're such a nice person. He's really sweet. I really the only I reason like I take shots at him is because I'm not as nice as he is, and it's it's coming from a place of insecurity and jealousy on my part. So I'm sorry, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon seems like a sweet guy. You know what? Um, if he doesn't make it, which I mean, I feel like it's the season's going to go to Nate at this point. But um, if he doesn't make it, he's gonna he's gonna do great in paradise. Great. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. he's gonna he's gonna clean up in paradise. It's gonna be incredibly popular. I can't he's, wait to he's see gonna you on be the beach, like a, if if he's if he's a day one on the beach, he's a day one meet a girl stick with her kind of guy. So yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I've been wrong about these things before, but you know, yeah. <laughs> the last time there was a brand and it didn't work out so well. <laughs> and you know what? I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm like, is he going to go like, cause, cause the only thing I worry about with Brandon, not like I like him to the degree that I liked Dean. Cause I liked Dean a lot and I was so disappointed mm-hmm. in Dean, <laughs> where he's gone, but I really, but, but he kind of reminds me of Dean sometimes and with like that, you know, like that enthusiasm and that optimism, but it's like, it all fell apart with Dean when you meet his family. <laughs> and then oh, it kind God. of made me like him more, you know, and then, and then he just turned into that. And then I was like, Oh no, never mind. With Brandon, it's like his family was very sweet and cool. There was no issue there. Um, but I'm like, God, what if it turns into or like, what if it's like a John Paul Jones situation, you know, and you're like, that's I don't want that to happen. You want him to be consistent. This is what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of some of the people who like. Who is that? That totally not memorable guy that I can't think of his name right now. Was Because <laughs> he's not memorable. Derek, uh, like with Hannah, Hannah Godwin. Mm hmm. Derek, yep. Dustin, what's his name? Seriously, oh, I do not remember. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Uh, see it? Oh, my uh, God. Dylan. 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 Dylan there we go. Oh, my Got God. It. Sorry, Dylan. Um, <sighs> anyway, well, they're still together. I'm just like, I'm thinking that could it could be like that because I. I think maybe they had each gone on a couple other random dates, but they were mostly together on the beach, you know, and then they ended up like it could be a deal like that. He could do something like that or it could turn into like a Dean situation where you're like, I thought you were one way and you're very different. That would be make for good TV, but I would hate I would hate it for Brandon. So yeah, I wouldn't like that. No, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, so with Nate's date, they do the catamaran. And uh, after the fantasy suite, a mariachi band comes out and um, Tuck was watching some of it with me. And he's like, what's your take on mariachi bands? And I was like, I like them. And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, what's not to like? (laughs) And I was like, I think it's nice. Um, They have fun outfits. Yeah, they have fun outfits. They play fun music. And I don't mind when they play it when I eat. It's fine. it's nice. Anyway. Here I am just trying to have my queso dip, and this guy in a fun hat and a fun little suit will not stop playing guitar. <laughs> and it's usually like about something incredibly depressing, but it sounds fun, you know? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like the war of my people lasted for 2,000 years or whatever, you know? And it'll be like, I, I love you so much, I'm going to cut my arm off. And you're like, wow, this music is really beautiful. This uh, is great. Yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, so that was, I don't know. The Nate stuff, I know she likes him the most. I'm just worried. I'm worried. But I also like him. But I'm worried. Yeah. Because of, like, the whole, what happened with the actor shit that got cut out? What? Perpetual question mark. Why are you the one who's stressed out, you know, out of everyone else? And it's interesting, too, because, and they didn't used to do this. Are they doing, like, this, they used to separate the contestants when it was like getting to final four or three, I thought. Yeah. And now they're all together. And they're it's all like together. Extra well, awkward. And it makes me think like when, um, whose date was it? Was it shoot? Um, On Brandon's oh, date. Oh, Brandon's date. Nate yeah. Saw, like them kissing and stuff. 
Yeah, it, yeah. it was like it was like their little like dude room was just above the fantasy suite. <laughs> it was so it's so weird. Like, is this is this because they couldn't get a lot of space wherever they were, or they needed a lot of space around them? So they're like, we're gonna put you in these close quarters. Yeah, so I have, have no have idea. You. I don't know. It was just weird. <laughs> I was like, I know that they've sometimes, they'll sometimes do it where they're in the same, staying in the same place. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I felt like they were in extra close quarters <laughs> this season. It was odd. And, yeah. And like, and it's, yeah, it's like they'd leave the fantasy suite and come down the stairs and be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just came back from the fantasy suite. You know, I was naked 10 minutes ago. Hi, what's going Like, it was just, and it's like everyone could feel it. And they were all just looking at each other like, oh, we know what happened, you know. And then they, but this was an interesting conversation, I think. They discussed the merits of the order in which people went and what, what the, what the best placement is. You know, it's it's kind of like a squid game situation, I suppose. <laughs> squid game situation. <laughs> yeah, like do you, do you want to be in the middle? Do you want to be in one of the ends? I don't know. You know. Yeah, I don't. Is there's this is what I wish someone would do, and I am not the person to do this. This would be a Sammy thing, but Sammy does too many things. Oh, so, okay, I won't do it then. <laughs> this is like some real like Nate Silver shit. I need someone to figure out like based on order, first, second, third, whatever what the probability is that you will win the bachelor or the bachelorette based on your order. Yeah. Based on your bang order for fantasy suites. Hmm. Yeah, that would be, I would be really interested in finding that out. I want, I bet somebody did it now. Uh, there's that. And that seems, that seems like it would take a while, but it's doable. And then the other thing I would be interested in is based on like the order of the date and the type of date, how does that impact how well you do on the show? Because we talked about this, like the shopping dates are good ones and ones where you're like, you put your life in danger. Those are good ones. Yeah. And then it feels like, and I, I, there, I don't have any data points to back this up. So I'm just, you know, going, going by my gut here. And somewhere there's uh, a former social science professor of mine who's ready to strangle the life out of me. But it feels like that, the people who get the early dates are that manage to stay to the end, like those early dates are better for them almost. I don't know. Like it, it's a way to kind of accelerate the bond building process. So maybe they get further along as the show moves along. I don't know, but someone needs to make this spreadsheet. I need it. Okay. So here's the deal. This was from 2015. It's out of date. I do not think it, it is accurate anymore. Okay. But this is from Bustle from 2015. Oh, Bustle. And the question is, does the order of batch fantasy suites matter? And mm. what they said, and I'm going to not read the whole thing, but if again, it's Bustle, does the order of batch fantasy suites matter? Okay. This is what it's saying. First rhymes with worst. Um, they said that the producers do not put the winner in the first fantasy suite spot. So if that's true, Brandon is... Not long for this world, but I think we kind of knew that already. Um, it says the first fantasy suite date doesn't necessarily go home at the next rose ceremony, but they they never win. Hmm. The order matters, but why? But again, this is six years old, so there there's definitely new data points to add to this. 
Sure. Um, okay. Someone else said it certainly matters who goes last. Um, last carries the episode's narrative. The last spot's generally the one where we hear from both the contestant and the bachelorette afterward on how it went. Um, let's see. So working in, okay. Um, Winners do occasionally come out of the last fantasy sweet spot. They're usually the ones who the bachelor or bachelorette is really confused by. Sometimes that work out great, like the quirky matching of Sean and Catherine, a third spot gal herself, and they're still together. And sometimes that works out in the way of Ben and Courtney. <laughs> third spot fantasy sweet date you can read about in her bachelor tell-all book. I can, didn't come here to make friends, which I still will be reading and I will share at some point. <laughs> it's like and your then, catchphrase. I will read it someday at the end. Uh, Okay. And then in the middle, they say that generally like the sure things get the middle fantasy suite date, but that's like, we thought Joe was a sure thing. Like at least I I thought Joe and Nate were going to be in the final two. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was going to be Brandon and Nate in the final two. Spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. Um, I thought it's going to be like this. I was like, okay, Brandon, Joe, Nate, and Brandon leaves. And I mean, and it's hard to say, but like, so, so based on this article, that's how it usually goes. Like the person mm-hmm. in the middle does not make it. Um, the last person or the person in the middle does make it. The person in the middle usually wins. The person at the end sometimes wins and the first person never wins. That's what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, we'll have has to, that change. We don't know. Yeah, we'll have to evaluate that further. But an interesting theory, nonetheless. Um, and it says, yeah. Wow. Uh, middle spot goes to Andy's Josh or Juan Pablo's Nikki. <laughs> the ones who really had it in the big all along and did not last at all. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, so then that brings us to the conversation that Brandon had with Michelle at the rose ceremony. And as Nate said, that was odd. <laughs> yeah, Nate's like, you know, you only throw a Hail Mary when you're losing. And mm-hmm. it did feel like that. I totally agree with him. Yeah. Um, I think Brandon was like, I'm going home today, but I'm going to try not to go home. And I wonder if she had planned for it to be, because maybe she's like, I know that I wanted to be Nate at the end. Mm-hmm. And I just need to get there. And maybe she thought, well, I've got a closer connection with Joe. So I'll I'll move I'll move forward with him one more date and just see, just make sure, you know, whatever. But maybe to her it was like, it doesn't really matter, it's a horse piece. And yeah. um and then Brandon comes up to her and we'll we'll never know unless she says something, but I don't think she will. Um and and he's like, you know, essentially I just wanted to let you know that this is how I feel about you. And Mm -hmm. even if, even if this is the last time we're, you know, together in this capacity, like I love and respect you. And he just said a lot of very sweet things to her, but yeah, it sounded like he was saying goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, and I think uh, for him, he's, he's feeling all these feelings. and, And I think there is probably a little bit of insecurity on his part. And also because he went, first like i'm guessing it's been two days since he's seen her and he's just like like he felt like he had to just get that last thing in there just to try and uh boost his stock a bit so it worked it was weird i don't know i don't know it was it was an odd move 
Yeah, it was a very odd move. And yeah, but regardless, it worked. I don't it know. Worked. Yeah, it that's was... the thing. It's just like in my head, I'm like, yeah, this should have crashed and burned. Because it's like, no, you don't fuck with the last rose ceremony. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of, I don't remember anyone ever doing that. Unless it was like someone like Luke P or something, you know, like mm-hmm. some real trash bag. So I was just like surprised that he did it. Um, but yeah, he was feeling desperate. I mean, he really does. You can tell he cares a lot about Michelle and he really wants it to be him. And I feel like, you know, he's here for the right reasons for sure. Like oh, I've for sure, 110%. never doubted, you know, I've never doubted it for a second with him. Uh, so maybe she's like, and maybe she's like, let me get the hard breakup out of the way and get do the easier one later. I don't know. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. maybe. Um, but they do get along really well. They have a lot of fun together. She obviously enjoys his company. And then if for some reason Nate freaks out at the last minute and runs, I guess she's she's got a really loyal guy left. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. Um, yeah, I just, I'm really. And then, okay, of course they always say this, like, the ending you'll never see coming. You'll never expect it in a million years. And I'm like, really? I will never expect it. So I'm just <laughs> I think the only thing out. I would never expect, because there's there's three outcomes, right? Which is I mean, it's it's Brandon, it's Nate, or it's nobody. And or someone comes back. Oh, that's true. Someone comes back. That would be the fourth. That'd be the wild card. You uh, Matt James comes back. Matt James <laughs> comes back. It's me. Uh rumor like because i do that was think weird so with rachel but anyway whatever sorry continue. I, yeah i i don't know what something unexpected could be and that's because it's not going to be unexpected it, it maybe less likely i think most likely is nate uh, it, if she actually goes with brandon that's a safer choice but it doesn't seem like the right one um i the best choice might be not getting engaged <laughs> that's that's an option uh, but I like the Matt James wild card. Let's just say Matt James comes back. <laughs> Matt James comes back. Matt James is the answer. That's what you do. Oh my god. Um, no, it. Yeah, I'm actually looking at his Instagram right now, um, and it looks like he was. At, oh wait, no, maybe not. Oh, wait, now I'm trying to see if it was her or not. Why is this picture so fast? What are you trying to do to me, Matt? You're, I'm trying to creep on you, and you're really not letting me. Um. He was at Art Basel, but he didn't spell Basel correctly. He spelled it like Basil. So that's going to bug me for a really long time. Basil. <laughs> Art Basil Leaf. Um, that's that's not what it is. Um, but anyway, there's like a video of him there. And I. Oh, yeah, there she is. Um, apparently, Rachel did a backflip. So that's where he was with her last week. Unfortunately, still around. OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. I don't think that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I don't know. Yeah. So it felt like the Joe breakup was like the really hard one for her to do. I mean, she like had to like, you know, crouch down and seem to really be struggling with it. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's always that's how, you know, someone's having an emotional moment on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette is when you take a look at them and you don't know if they're crying or have the same position as someone would if they're peeing in the woods, like on a camping trip. That's how yeah. you know. Well, That's those those heels were, you know, 
<laughs> something else, you know, that, that's not. And, and I mean, she's got these very strategic dresses, you know, and she was wearing one with like cutouts and stuff like that's a lot to, to manage and that she can manage to look phenomenal any way mm-hmm. her body go- is positioned and she doesn't look like a dog dry heaving or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I would, you know, like if I did that, it would just be like, oh, Sammy's about to puke, you know? But yeah. she she can like kneel down and it looks like graceful. And it's like, yeah. oh, I'm ever so distraught, you know? Yeah. You, and- you and I both aren't particularly graceful people. I don't think that was. Would- <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Not no one, words I would use to describe myself. No, certainly. no, no, no one would ever say that about me. Wow, Sammy, just such grace. Um, but that's you know, but like she is like I think like just perfect and graceful. And then and you know, it's like and she's wearing this like gorgeous gown. And she in even when she's sad, you know, it's like it's like a pretty cry and you know all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, she's so, one of those people when she moves, it's like she kind of floats a little bit. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm kind of yeah. jealous to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm less floaty and more like a grocery cart with a broken wheel. <laughs> yeah, I even make that noise. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I I don't know. That's my that's my like theory. I guess is that mm. she she knew what she was going to do, and she went, "All right, well, Brandon made this plea, and it's going to not be as difficult to break up with him as Joe. So I'm yep. going to break up with Joe first. But I don't know. Who? What do I know? Um. <laughs> I was sad. Joe was crying. Made me sad. I really like him. Uh, I think plenty of people will be sliding into his DMs and he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's in good shape. I'll keep an eye on him from out this way, you know, (laughs) find out where he's partying and (laughs) make sure he finds someone good. No, I don't know. Um, Yeah. So next week. So we have the finale next week. I... Yeah, I can't think of anything that dramatic that's going to happen. This time, I think they're no. full of shit. Because I felt like the Katie stuff was actually fairly surprising. I mm-hmm. I was surprised by all of that. I was surprised by how much of a fucking child Greg is. Uh, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was surprised that she went with Blake when she had like I call, all Did I not call the Blake? Options. I called the Blake. I'm so annoyed, though. I was like, you have so many good options. And you pick, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. That's like one of those situations where I'm like, okay, anyone but them, though. Like you mm-hmm. have you have good options. You have a talented artist. You know, you have these like really thoughtful, sweet, good looking dudes, and you pick Blake, and you wanted to pick Greg. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, yep, that's right. <laughs> it's just I, I, so. What's your thing. prediction then? What happens? Um, Choose your fighter. I mean, I think it's going to be Nate, but I think I think maybe the shock will be um, maybe they don't get engaged, but they're just dating. They just stay together. Yeah. 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 I think that's because he's like, you know, worried about it. And maybe also there's some concern about because I don't know, like. Teaching is hard right now. Teaching is really Mm -hmm. hard right now. And a lot of my friends who are teachers have left the profession, at least for now, maybe forever. And I do not blame them. And I support them 100% because Mm -hmm. teachers are getting so epically shit on right now. It's not even funny. And I have other friends who have told me after this year, I'm out. So I'm wondering if she's in a similar boat and she's thinking about that. I don't know. You know, but I don't know how tied. That's one thing I haven't heard from 
anybody. Like I think Brandon's mm-hmm. like I will go to I will I don't I don't think Brandon's tied down by location because I think yeah. his he can do his job anywhere. So I don't think it's a problem for him. Um obviously with Joe, they were like basically in the same area. So that's not an issue. Um with Nate, I don't know how tied he is to like being in Austin or what he wants to do. He I feel like I know the least about Nate. Yeah, I yeah, I I agree with that too. I don't Yeah. I don't really know what, what how that would net out, but I I don't know. At the same time, like you got to go with Nate, right? Like how do you I I don't see a situation where Nate doesn't go home the winner unless she doesn't choose anyone. But. Yeah, I mean, I liked Nate from the beginning, don't get me wrong. I'm just kind I don't know, I'm like a little cautious with him because mm-hmm. of how um how stressed he gets it makes me stressed i can feel it through the tv i don't know sammy sammy i i picked nate as the winner a few weeks ago so i gotta stick with him i gotta i mean yeah well i mean i picked joe so that obviously didn't work for me but uh, my my favorites never get to the end so it's that's right we 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 know who the uh the psychic is here the one who knows uh, i can i can read the tea leaves and whatnot i know who the winner's gonna be i've been right twice in my life (laughs) gonna say i was like also it's not that i know or whatever it's just like or don't know it's mostly that i just like don't i i want to talk about my favorites even though i know they like win most of the time you know what i mean i'm like like yeah i i love this person it does not mean that they will make it but if they do then it's like an extra treat um so this is something that's really weird too like um i just looked up uh jamie's stuff because i was like what's jamie talking about right now (laughs) um and he posted something about like mental health Hmm. um and he was like here's how i approach the holidays if you lost loved ones um anyway so he wrote this like really nice thing but um yeah, I'm just trying to see if people like are are believing it or if they feel differently. People are <laughs> um most people are posting like high fives and hearts and then there's a couple comments that are like you piss me off. <laughs> 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 or like bullying harassing others is never the answer. Spreading rumors to get ahead doesn't do do you well in life. I don't know. I still just like don't believe him. I don't mm-hmm. believe him. And it's just like really really hard like to deal with you know and people are like yeah. oh you're so fake and i'm just like and he goes not sure what you mean care to explain and someone said nah <laughs> <laughs> but i like that he still only has three thousand followers because good yeah that's actually it's impressively low it's like, like i don't know how you do low. that yeah. yeah like brendan not to be confused with brandon um how many does Brendan have? He has 227,000 and he, and he just was like a total ass. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um, Oh, apparently is he back with Piper? Does he really? Yeah. He's back (laughs) with Piper. Oh my God. I got to just get off the internet now. You fall out of the rabbit hole through God's grace and love. I remain thankful, looking forward to growing together and the lessons and love we'll experience along the way. Limited comments. (laughs) <laughs> limited comments 
But even with the limited comments, someone said, meh. <laughs> and someone wrote, didn't I unfollow you? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why they're still doing this. Like, people aren't that excited for you because they're mad at you. So why are you just stop posting? You don't have yeah. to, you're not contractually obligated to post. No. In most, in most instances, the best advice you can take is don't, don't post. Why post? Don't do it. Don't yeah, post. That's like, did you ever watch, um, <laughs> I'm going to sound like, like a, like I'm trying to be young, but that's fine. Um, there's these really good Vanity Fairs doing these interviews with Billie Eilish every year. And they're like mm-hmm. on year five now or something, I think. Yeah. Cause yeah. Um, so they've done the same interview with her five years in a row and they ask her the same questions. And then she like looks back on her old answers and it's like, it's interesting how much we grow in a span of like when we're young, oh, you know, it's yeah. like, 15 to 19 you're like oh i sound like such an asshole you know (laughs) like it's fun to see somebody like react to those things that we've all done you know in real time and um anyway it just reminded me of one of either like her 16th or 17th year she said they were like you know what's what's a piece of advice you would give to to your younger self or whatever and she goes stop posting everything you feel on the internet. <laughs> yeah. That's, and I that's was like, excellent advice. Yeah. I was like, that is great. Yeah. And, and then that, you know, and so you, that comes back every year now that piece. And I'm like, yeah, people are like, that's, that's what Brendan and Piper need to hear. Like, and uh, I'm like watching these videos and they're like, they're like doing like posy poses. Like I'm not, you know, I can't hear the sound, but I just, I'm looking at there, you know, it's just like, ah, look at us. We have such a nice relationship. We're having so much fun. We're in love. Ah." Like, it's just so over the top. You just know that something isn't right. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And someone said, uh, you two are so thirsty, like stuck in a desert for years. Thirsty, be authentic. (laughs) Stop doing it for the gram. God. Uh, um, yeah. And some people are like, oh, you're, you're cute. And I'm like, I don't know. Well, okay. Since this is a shorter episode, I'm going to throw this in there. Uh, I just went on a very (laughs) deep, deep dive on TikTok today, uh, about PR couples and, and who has been a PR couple in the past or like what, how do I, how to spot a PR couple? And, uh, I'm proud. I just feel like really naive and like oblivious after I reach it like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I I believe that. Uh, I feel like so. so this, this is like the people on online that are like, oh, Zendaya and Tom Holland are a fake couple or whatever the fuck people are hooting and hollering about. Right? That's that's the well, kind I of thing we're talking about. I want them to be real. So like, I hope they're a real couple. But anyway, <laughs> like, or love is dead. No. Um. No, it's like. Okay, this is this is a person on TikTok who is like, and this actually makes sense. She's like, um, think about when when you do and don't see celebrities in relationships. Like, um, she was talking about whoever Taylor Swift's with. See, this is the point. Whoever Taylor Swift is with right now, who she's been with for like eight months, and they aren't really like a name or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, you never see them in pictures, right? But when she was with um, Tom Hiddleston, you saw it everywhere. And, um, she was using, um, uh, Sean Mendes and like Camila Cabello, 
I think that's how you say their name. See, now, now I'm showing my age. Um, as a PR couple, that was a really interesting set of videos. And she was talking about like how she, you know, how she knows, quote unquote, how she knows. Um, like there's, there's a company. This is real. This part's, this part's real. I can't remember what it's called. It's like block something or other. And uh, there's a company that, that publicists hire they're paid paparazzi that like go and take photos of celebrities. Mm-hmm. So they'll like schedule, like I'll be coming out of this place at this time. So maybe you just show up hint, hint, you know, I'll be jumping out of this bush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, click, click. Um, so, and you can tell from the photo credit that it was them because mm-hmm. it's credited to their agency. So it's not like speculation. It's like, yeah, no, 100%. And you can tell the difference in what the photos look like, you know, because mm-hmm. with those photos, they're they're looking, you know, like, oh, I just woke up. But they're like got full face of makeup, hair done, whatever, you know, and and maybe a little posy pose. And with like versus real paparazzi pictures where it's like, yeah, that's not flattering at all. No one would want to be shown looking like that. You know, clearly mm-hmm. they didn't pay anyone to do it. And th- she was saying that like Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello were in a, um, I, sh- I got to try to find her um, handle so I can credit her. Cause I seriously watch all of her videos. Um, but that they are in a PR relationship because like during like the beginning of COVID, they would like take these really slow walks around their neighborhood together with <laughs> empty coffee cups but the coffee cups were clean. Like oh, there had weird. never been any coffee in it, but it was just like their thing. And she was like, I guess if it's SpawnCon, it would be like for Dawn Soap or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but just really interesting. And um, let me see. So her so her um, handle on TikTok, if anyone's interested, interested, is it's become a whole thing at it's become a whole thing. Hmm. <laughs> and um, she's really into uh, like pop culture stuff. She talked about like Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, Chopra um, like Benifer 2.0. Um, yeah, I like Metaphor 2.0. He gets her Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like, well, yeah, of course he wanted to like resurrect his his image after like, you know, <laughs> the exhausted hungover sweater pictures. <laughs> you know, I like that he, he almost always looks like shit anytime you see him. <laughs> well, see, but right now he doesn't look like shit. And when he was with somebody else, like at the beginning of COVID, he was like with some some young woman and he looked really good. And she's like, yeah, that was a PR relationship. But when, when like, you know, I think everyone's favorite Ben Affleck picture is the one of him in a sweater with a cigarette, like looking up at, at the heavens, like why why is the world doing this to me? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's when he's not paying, you know, but she, I also learned a lot of stuff about, sorry, this is going so off topic, but I hope you all find this interesting. She also went off topic or went, went on this whole thing about how Jennifer Lopez's career was like all fake. Um, like, and this is all true as well, that a bunch of other artists actually sang on her tracks. What? Yes. So (laughs) like, okay. Oh God. I mean, do I really, this is, this is the deep dive that I went on today. Um, 
Jennifer I like Lopez. How t- there's a side of TikTok that's basically like Gen Z pop culture info wars. <laughs> it's like no, but this shit is. I'm not kidding. This, this shit is, is real. No, it is. It is. There's what you're like, saying is the frogs are gay. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying the frogs are gay. This is real. This has been. This is like. <laughs> oh God, I'm just gonna sound. <laughs> no, I swear, I swear, I swear. Um, it's called ghost singing. Like, okay. like singers, like, like. So, okay, you've seen singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. It's singing in the rain. Yeah, it's exactly that. Okay, okay. It's, it's a thing that happens in, in um, yeah. And apparently, apparently, it was, it was always, oh, like Millie this, Vanilli would be the other example. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This is a thing that happens. We know it happens because we've seen Ashley it happen. Simpson. Yeah, yeah. So basically, other singers would sing most of the track, and then she'd kind of ad lib and add little things in over it. But it was mostly somebody else singing. And there's there are like. It's not just like r- like random people you don't know either. Like I think Ashanti was one of them, and like and okay, so this is what she was saying. Not Ja Rule though, because he sounds like shit. He can't sing at all. That had <laughs> it just to be you him. wouldn't be able to imagine that. That would take like, so much mastering. <laughs> like it would just be impossible. But um, <laughs> no. So okay, this is what she was saying. And then I promise I'll take the tinfoil hat off. But I do actually think this stuff is real, and I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was saying that Mariah Carey, um, like had a falling out with like, what's his name? Tommy Matola, right? Um, yeah. Tommy Matola, mm-hmm. who was married to Jennifer Lopez briefly, I think. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Yeah. Um, it, okay. So it was. It was never confirmed, but there was like a love triangle or whatever. Um, so, okay. So that's what it was. Because she was with Tommy Mottola, but maybe Tommy Mottola was also with Jennifer Lopez, basically. Okay. And there's a rumor that he promoted Jennifer Lopez to spite Mariah Carey after their relationship ended. So he like made J-Lo a thing because like he had beef with Mariah Carey. Interesting. And like took some of her Mariah Carey's songs and mm-hmm. gave them to Jennifer Lopez. Oh. Yeah. Which is why when Mariah was asked about Jennifer Lopez, she said in her most famous, amazing response, I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah. Which <laughs> is the best response to ever give ever, you know, and, and listen, like Mariah carries a lot, right. But like, I'm going to side with her on this one. Cause that's some bullshit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so she, so she did the whole, I don't know her thing. And I'm sure it was because of that. So yeah, so there's, so ghost singers, I mean, I'm telling you, just look up like Jennifer Lopez and ghost singers. And there are tons of articles about it. I am okay. not joking. I'm not <laughs> info warsing. Now, are these like, is this CNN? Like, no, it's like mamamia.com or whatever. But like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paisano, here's some hot gossip. <laughs> Let's see what the most reputable outlet I could I can find on it. Um ah. Yeah, distractify, I suppose. Hey, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> BuzzFeed. Um, um, yeah, I would say BuzzFeed might be good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like a lot. I mean, there's that's not I don't think that that's an unusual thing. I've heard of that happening. And again, this was a topic from a movie like 70 years ago. So we know that this happened. 
And so why would be, you know, and that was kind of this, this person on TikTok who's sharing all these stories. She's like, listen, if you want to believe that these couples are real, if you want to believe that she's saying all of her songs, go ahead and believe that and go live in that world. And it must be a nice world and enjoy it. But, (laughs) but here's what I, you know, here's what's going on. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like she was talking about how like Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are a PR relationship, which I, duh. Mm-hmm. like a duck. <laughs> they're not gonna last you know and she's no. like but you know did they bang i just assume everyone in hollywood is banging so probably i don't know yeah. you know like but she's just having fun she's having fun good for her um i can't imagine living with kanye west that many years that's exhausting exhausting no, I- that you know i'm not gonna say poor thing or anything but like that would suck yeah um, the funniest thing that he's ever said is the video that I shared with Tuck yesterday is like when they're talking about their pool. Have you ever seen this clip? They're talking no. about their pool and Kim Kardashian's like, you know, I've never used our pool. And he's like, no. And she's like, but I love our pool. Did you know we don't have a jacuzzi? And he's like, he's like, can you believe it? Can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi? And it's like <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard anyone say. And uh, so I'll give him that. I'll give him that one thing uh, that I like. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, if I hope you enjoy this bonus content. If you enjoy it, maybe we'll make a Patreon with bonus episodes where Sammy gets fully conspiratorial and talks about wild speculation from the Internet. And, if, and reads that book, too. And reads that. <laughs> I will read that book. I swear. I swear. I actually have reading time scheduled, but I'm, I'm working on Bachelor Nation first, and then I want to mm. read. I'm not here to make friends. Um, but apparently, uh, so, okay, real quick, I'm going to close with this. This is from Reddit. Let's talk music. How did Jennifer Lopez get away with ghost singers and constantly avoid a Millie Vanilli type scandal? Just going to read a few pieces from this. Again, you can find this on Reddit. Let's talk music. Despite being universally known as not a good singer, but one hell of a performer, you can't deny her that. And I've never actually seen her sing acoustically, so um, she's had a fair amount of hits and surprisingly remains quite popular still to this day. Thanks to her Vegas re- residency and on the floor being a mega smash, reviving her singing career. This was like two years ago. What's especially puzzling is how she's been able to get away with having so many ghost singers singing most of her hits and never facing scrutiny or scandal. Uh, people like Paula Abdul and even Britney Spears were constantly accused and ragged on, yet Jennifer Lopez always seemed to be left unscathed. Um, but she, it's been proven time and time again she doesn't sing a lot of her songs. The video shows tons of examples. It's quite eye-opening and shocking how little of her own songs she's actually sung in her career. Um, anyway, how did she not get slammed and destroyed in the media? I don't know. So there are YouTube videos. There are things you can look at. Who knows how real they are? I can't attest to that. But uh, yeah, if you want to dive into something the way that I do put on the same hat that I'll be wearing, <laughs> go look up ghost, ghost vocals, JLo and PR couples and enjoy the wild ride. And that's, that's right. where, that's where I'll leave everyone. <laughs> so take care of yourselves and others, you know, and be safe and, and be merry. And, uh, if you celebrate the, the Christmas holiday, I hope you put up a nice tree or a wreath or, um, that's your, maybe giving something uh, thoughtful from a local business to, to the people you love. And uh, please be safe. Omicron is no joke. Okay. Like don't go anywhere if you don't have to. Don't do it. And mm-hmm. you know what? If you do go somewhere, don't do needle drugs. 
booster shot. Do that. Well, that's, that's, not a, that's not recreational. Don't be recreationally boosting boost one time. <laughs> that's right. Medical advice with Steve and Sammy. Medical advice. Get your boost. <laughs>